Welcome back to the second part of Men Behaving Badly Special. If you haven't listened to part one with Harry Enfield, go back and listen. But today we're going to be watching series five, episode two, entitled The Good Pub Guide. So we just watched series five, episode two of Men Behaving Badly, entitled The Good Pub Guide. Does anyone want to recap on the premise for this episode? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, the premise was that the local pub uh, is closing. Uh, well, not actually closing, it was being uh, refurbished. And they weren't particularly confident in the refurbishment, so they thought they had to find a new pub to uh, provide their patronage to. And um, it was about them sort of searching, and uh, they had uh, quite a detailed sort of checklist of what their their pub should have. Mm-hmm. All the while, they were salvaging parts of the old pub to furnish their flat with. Yeah. There's also a uh, subplot involving um, Tony trying to bed uh, Deborah by pretending to be into astrology. True, yeah. And there's the conflict also between um, Clunzi and Quentin about uh, men and women and the differences between them. Got the old battle. Yeah, cla- classic battle. <laughs> Mars and Venus. <laughs> so the episode starts with the two of them in bed, and I, I don't believe I don't believe an actual word is spoken for quite a while. Um, Gary, Gary, Tony, Gary, Gary. Thank you. Gary uh, farts in bed first of all, gets a laugh. There's then um, a moment where he's picking his ear, some earwax, and yeah, he farts twice more, and then I think the dialogue actually starts. Yeah, it's just a bit of a back and forth, really, at that point. Does anyone want to go for that scene? Yeah, so he reads out, they're both reading the paper, different uh, one paper each. Not. Yeah, he reads one about, I don't know, uh, breasts, breast implants in Brazil or something and mm-hmm. laughs boorishly. Uh, I think he farts again or something. And then uh, Dorothy looks on in disgust and then reads out a fictional, a fictional um, story from the paper saying that... Uh, a, a lady who was in bed with her boyfriend uh, stabbed him to death or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's this? It's carrying on the same sort of thing of uh, I'm ge- I haven't really seen much men behaving badly, but I'm guessing through most episodes it's like they're they're living in a flat. They're they're men. Uh, mm-hmm. Hashtag men. Um, <laughs> they're going to be sort of disgusting. They're going to be doing all these sort of things, and she's just oh God's sake, putting up with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. Pretty much it. I think that there's one gag in there that I wrote down, uh, which was, how would you feel if I farted in bed, which is what Dorothy says, and the, the glee in his eyes of, I'd be delighted, which mm. wasn't necessarily a gag, but I, I did really enjoy the reaction that caused. Yeah, here, I think the um, kind of interplay between the two characters is quite it's quite light and quite naturalistic. Mm. Mm. And sort of less antagonistic, it's, it's sort of the episode kind of to set the relationship kind of descends into more antagonism as the episode goes on. Yeah. It starts off considering he's grunted a couple of times in bed. You know, she takes it quite well and they sort of have a little bit of a bit of couple banter there. Yeah. And, uh, but then they sort of, the, the scene ends where they, well, it, it sort of towards the end of the scene, they kind of mutually agree to have some uh, some intercourse. Mm-hmm. What I thought was that that's, that's prime Dutch oven territory there. Like <laughs> he's, he, buff, he really buffed up the sofa, the yeah. duvet as they went to yeah, smell that to insert. Mm. And that must have been pure. Yeah, because he hadn't he hadn't bellowed it. He hadn't <laughs> he hadn't kind of uh, bellowed it out of the duvet. Yeah, it's still in there. He'd not made like a sort of like wafted it out from one side or anything. No. He just left it. No, that's that is 
just a hermetically sealed Dutch oven. Mm. Mm. Okay. But luckily enough, uh, Tony Tony comes to interrupt. Morrissey to the rescue. Yeah. And that's where the whole sort of pub uh, part of the episode comes into play. Yeah, he's in. He's in shock. Mm. He's. He's. Yeah. It's that thing about the, the the pubs, like the the most important thing to them, like that whole sort of culture of they're they're there to they just drink. Mm. Like uh, they're yeah alcoholics, aren't they basically? Yeah, that men the, the lad culture sort of culture. Mm. Mm. Which is a very of its time, I think. Like that was very like the lad kind of culture. Britpop yeah. was quite a laddie time. <coughs> it was when that sort of period uh, loaded and all that. Those magazines came yeah. out. Okay. I mean, do we think something like that would work? Uh, would that would that work today? Would would a sitcom sort of based around sort of binge drinking, lad culture, sort of the? I mean, it, I don't I don't want to say sort of. Uh, it's not. I wouldn't say it was sexist particularly, but. Sort of no, like the, the way they're sort of like generalising men and women's yeah. things would that sort of work as a premise for a sitcom sort of today? But like the mm. the a bit like the the viewpoints like the the world view of Gary and Tony mm. is is the source of the comedy. Like it's the, the 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 show doesn't agree with their yeah. I don't think the audience is laughing at them like they're Not with stupid them, yeah. men and they have you know mm. simple people who do stupid things and like the women are the the adults in the show. Mm. But in terms of if it was done today, I, d- I don't feel as though it would be the same sort of comedy if it was. I feel like the tone of it would change somehow. Mm. I feel like even just just to note something that ap- happens next, I think the type of comedy changes and it was a bit slapstick in places, mm. um, which I, f- I found c- not not bad at all, just odd. I, d- I didn't expect it. Um, Morrissey got hit in the head with a toilet. Mm. Uh, no, but it's very... Yeah, I think it is very of its time. I don't think... Like lad culture nowadays is necessarily mm, it's different, it's isn't it? It's different, yeah. I mean, it's not. It's more like in the way that masculinity is defined nowadays isn't really the same as the way it was defined in the yeah. Mid-90s, I, I was think. just thinking like more sort of the only way is Essex is more sort of prime masculinity. That yeah, sort of I'd imagine that if imagine if that if they in an episode of Made Me Badly in the mid nineties and it, the only way is Essex was on the TV and they're watching it, they. They wouldn't identify the pe- the men in yeah. the Essex as they would be like things of fun male. for them. Yeah, they wouldn't. They would find them too feminine. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, uh, Tony comes in as they're uh, getting it on. Mm-hmm. Um, Dorothy's horrified. Well, not as horrified as you'd be if you were. Yeah, she's quite relaced. Yeah, she's. Anything. I think that, yeah, it happens a lot. But I think yeah, she's used to. She knows what Tony's like. Yeah. He comes in. He's he's horrified. The crown is being redecorated. We have an exterior shot. The first that we've seen at these two episodes, an exterior shot. Um, mm-hmm. Looks like Ealing to me. <laughs> no, very much, very much thought so. Sorry, Ar- around sorry. about that era. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought I noticed in the background on the in their flat there was a, uh, a poster of QPR, which is a West London uh, team. Oh, so okay. more so clues. I'd imagine that that's Gary's. Gary seems more like a football fan mm-hmm. than Tony. I mean, Tony would sort of watch it if it was a big game was on. I don't think he'd be <laughs> a season ticket holder at Loftus Road. What teams do you think they support? I mean, I know QPR poster was there, but do you think just, just well QPR? Well, if it supports QPR, you wouldn't have like a poster of a team you didn't support. And you that's ridiculous. Unless, unless, unless Dorothy's a... She's very, seems to be quite anti-lad culture. Though. I don't yeah, think probably it's QPR then. Ridiculous question. Mm-hmm. I, I think Gary's a sport <laughs> fan out of the two. I think... Um, uh, I reckon at school, Tony was a bit of a joker. He... Bunked a lot of lessons. He's quite a simple man. Mm-hmm. Gary, as we've established, has a cricket bat. Oh yeah. I think in the background, in the in behind the fridge, there's a little alcove. I, think I saw some cricket pads hanging up. Gary is the sports fan. 
Ah, okay. Yeah. Eagle-eyed. Thank you. So much. I was, I was paying attention to the um, the set dressing in this uh, particular episode. There's one sofa I want to get onto, but that's later in the episode. But I'm just okay, saying. yeah. <laughs> Tune in for that. Saving that. So yeah, we had the exper- exterior exterior shot of them um, walking down to investigate what's happening at the ground. Mm-hmm. Some workmen are gutting the pub, are taking the fixtures fixtures and fittings out of the pub, and that is when, as you mentioned, Tony gets uh, clocked on the head by a toilet being removed. Yeah. Do you notice the guy with the yellow hair in the background? No. Oh, that was yellow hair in the background. Mm. He's glad. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Carry on, sorry. There's like a, comed- uh, a comedy mm. sort of clang sound as he gets hit on the head. Mm. Mm. And he looks quite dazed. And then the uh, the landlord comes out. The new landlord. Ken, Kenneth. Yeah. Played by uh, John Thompson. Mm-hmm. Nice to see. Yeah, I like I like him. I, yeah. I think m- I mostly know him from like, the Far Show, so it's quite nice to see him in something else. That I think that scene cuts very quickly from saying that they were disappointed that they were taking the pub apart and they said, oh, you'll never catch us in, a, in this pub. And then it cuts to them being in the pub drinking. Smash, smash cuts them inside the pub, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They hadn't, uh, obviously haven't, uh, in, the, in the process of refurbishing the pub, so the lines aren't set up yet, so they're drinking out of cans. So just to, just to make sure they establish that fact. Mm-hmm. It's not a functioning pub at the moment. They're re- in the... In the process of refurbishing it, refurbishing it. So there's no draft beer, just to, to reiterate to, re- to, re- to the listeners. <laughs> there's no draft beer at the at, at There's present no draft beer? No. That's I know. Uh, that's, I think that's terrible. Uh, yeah. Terrible landlordsmanship. Um, just to go into what they're refurbishing it into, um, Wood, do you want to cover that bit at all? Like what um, the sort of style they're going for? Yeah, so he sort of goes through that he's like looking at loads of different, uh, they're looking at loads of different themes for it, and then eventually he sort of decided they found like. Um, what so what were the themes that he thought about and discarded? I can't remember. At first, the brewery wanted to rename the pub Mobiles for people who like to use their mobile phones in public. Then they were going to turn it into a Shawadiwadi theme pub called uh, Shawadiwadis. <laughs> then they thought about a darts theme pub called uh, Tosses. Um, but the one he f- uh, decided on was the he found like uh, an old sort of um, black and white photo uh, from the war from the war of the pub, and he was looking to refurbish it back to that sort of like standard, sort of like bygone era. And it led to uh, what I thought was one of the, the yeah, best the jokes yeah. uh, mm-hmm. of it was. Um, then the brewery decided to recreate the crown exactly as it was. So I found a, an old black and white photograph of the pub before the war. What was it like? It's terrible, apparently. Yeah. Lots of people got killed. Classic, yeah, uh, classic misunderstanding. Yeah, that was that was my joke of the week. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. It, it then cuts from that to I keep getting the names mixed up. Tony's, I think Tony's Jesus character. Christ. It was they're very similar. They both end in Y. They it then cuts to Morrissey, also ends in Y. Um, outside. That, sorry, just that is, the name change does it is works better than Dermot, doesn't it? For it's too, it's too flat. Well, Dermot worked for his character, but then for me, badly I being lads, Tony yeah. and Gary. Yeah, it's two yeah. like, lads' names, isn't it? Yeah, Dermot's just flat and more was Irish to me. Not saying to be like that, is it? No, no, it's not. A, I'm not saying that as a bad thing. It's just Dermot for his character, for the way that he was. Dermot mm. is a good name, but then uh, I think we'll go into the, the way that dynamic changed in this this period later on. But yeah. So they then cut to Morrissey outside uh, Leslie Ash's uh, flat, f- holding a present for her. And this this actually cuts to another joke I've got that I quite like, which was 
like she lists some like crap presents they give her in the past, and uh, when she opens it up, it's a condom machine that's taken from the pub, and she says something like, "Oh, I don't like it," and "Oh, why? Have you got one already?" Yeah. Which was which was funny. <laughs> And then he invites himself in. He just sort of like barges yeah. past with the condom machine. And they start talking about astrology. And th- she asks what star sign he is. And he says Solero. Mm. Which is uh, a lolly. <laughs> lolly. Yeah. Lolly's a good word. I like the word. It is a good word, yeah. yeah. Lolly. Yeah. What did Lolly sing? What was that? Viva la radio. Was it just that? Or was I think she may have done a, uh, a cover of Tony the Tony Basil song, Hey Mickey. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the one I'm thinking of. Mm. I don't know why I'm so excited by that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's my jam. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic lolly. <laughs> no, uh, but in all seriousness, listeners, uh, Viva La Radio was a great track. Mm, yeah. Was that original? I don't feel as it I was. I think that was a, a lolly original. Wow. I'll give you a little, a little, little blast of it now. Viva, Viva, Viva <laughs> La Radio. Key change. Viva, Viva, Viva La Radio. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So from that, we go straight into the pub montage of them assessing the different pubs. Uh, uh, The music for that... It's Hurry Up Harry by, I don't know, punk bands. Oh, thanks. I was trying to Shazam that as um, it was going on. Who who was the band's name? Hurry Up Harry. Hurry Up Harry. Uh, Sham 69. Very good. So it goes from that to them in the living room going through like the pub ratings on the like clipboard or whatever it is they've got. And in the background they've got like the urinals just sitting there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tony's Tony's also making his uh star. Oh star yeah, he's chart making his star thing. chart, yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk a bit more about the star chart there? Um I think it is further establishes that Tony's a simple character. He's using he's quite a childish mm-hmm. project he's working on, he's using felt pens. Quite chunky felt pens as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh yeah. So they're both sitting on a an incredibly ninety sofa. It looks like it's inc- it's ridiculous. It looks like it's like an Aztec print, quite like a thick canvas, I think. <laughs> but it looks like fu- it looks like dazzle camouflage on a World War One w- battleship. But it looks so dazzle camouflage. What yeah. the sofa? Yeah. I thought it was just grey. Who had th- who had that big dazzle camouflage? Was that upstairs? In was that Deborah's one? She got her own sofa. What, in her own flat, yeah. <laughs> I oh imagine yeah. she's got a sofa, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, no, that was, yeah. Yeah, their, their one was just, like, the grey one. She had, like, the sort of really brightly decorated sort her of flat. Their flat one's a bit more sort so of drab, isn't it? 90s. Whereas her one's that sort yeah, of, like, really it is bright. a very sort of typical 90s flat. She's got, like, is it yellow? I mean, it's yellow Proper walls. changing rooms, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it proper bright and sort of block colours? Yes. It's really uh, sort of garish. sofa was something. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's this intense headache looking at that <laughs> yeah. every day. Sorry, yeah, it's the wrong yeah. sofa. Yeah. The, uh... Wallace yeah. and Gromit. There we go. <laughs> I thought it'd be <laughs> something. <laughs> Pitched. Yeah, sorry. Um, <coughs> it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. Um, but on the same kind of vein, then Dorothy comes in wearing just an incredible denim jacket with like squiggles on it and a big spiral on the back. Mm-hmm. It's just like a snakes and ladders board walking around. And again, it's the same sort of thing. It's like, oh, they're, they're watching TV. They do all the same thing that she said they do. Like it, the TV comes on, he goes, "Well, hey, look at that or something." And <laughs> it's like, can't get many of them in a suitcase. Yeah, and it's just. And then the reveal is that they're watching a cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah second cartoon <laughs> gag. I like. I like that. That somehow matched up with yeah. the previous episode. Well, hey, look at the top bollocks on that. <laughs> 
don't get many of them in a suitcase, do you? <laughs> For God's sake, it's a cartoon! <laughs> Another thing that matched up with the previous episode is that uh, Dorothy's surname turns out to be Bishop, which I quite clocked on her um, little name badge there. And I mentioned uh, Bishop, obviously, in the chess match from the previous episode. Uh, and she only ever walks diagonally as well. <laughs> walks diagonally? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that took me far too long to get. <laughs> Can you play chess uh, at all? Uh, I, I don't think I asked you before. I, I know like the basics of it. I, I wouldn't say I could play it, it at, at any level. <laughs> Enough to make an exhibition, <laughs> make a show of it. You know. Nice. Well, I, yeah, I can't play it at all. That's that's impressive. Hmm. Phlegm, fart, squeaker, not scratch, uh, which I, I believe is the order in which uh, they that's do. That's your um, email password. Isn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> 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 no, that was, that was a nice kind of um, uh, resolution to the part when they're in bed and she sort of lists all the things that men do that are disgusting and then he in later on in the episode in order of what she says does those things and mm. she's look it cuts to her repeatedly sort of looking disgusted at him. Mm. I think that's a man spreading if you were talking about it today. Yeah. Today's that's uh, true. theme, yeah. So I think the next thing that happens is that Morrissey leaves because he realizes the others are having an argument mm. and then I think Clunes leaves at some point and Morrissey comes back and they start talking about how um, Leslie Ash is currently having like, a career crisis at the moment, so she's quite vulnerable. And Morrissey says, yeah, it's great, isn't it? So he wants to exploit her, to bed her, essentially. <laughs> to woo her. <laughs> to woo her, you say, <laughs> yeah. yeah he, just wants, he wants to bonk. He wants the bonk. He wants to bonk. Yeah. Oh, he wants to bonk. Well, that's what I think. What it's one of the, from what I, I mean, I don't really remember any specific plot points from like Men Behaving Badly, but it is. It's them drinking, them being sort of like louts, and mm. his sort of uh, continued uh, pursuit of her, pursuit, isn't it? Yeah. Like that's his sort of driving. Mm. Uh, that's what it is, isn't it, really? Does he have a job? No. Well, so. I, I don't know. I think he works on and off. I know, I know from like looking at like sort of like stuff. general plots where it goes. I think final series or final. Is he working in the bar at some point? He gets a job as a postman. Oh. At the end, I don't know, but I think I think this is actually the prequel to before he becomes a builder. Mm. I think that's mm. what happens. Yeah. He's doing nice Wit witness uh, protection, like bricklaying and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, I think the thing that happens next is it's, this leads to quite a nice reveal where they're looking at... It, it's Clunes in the pub with John Thompson's character, Ken. And they, they're talking about how they um, remodeled the pub exactly like the war photo. And Clunes is sort of looking around and says, oh, can you show me that photo? And the photo reveals... <laughs> the fo <laughs> it was so stupid. Uh, the photo reveals it's just a modern photo in black and white of... Um, and it includes the Morris's character in it. It's like a more ridiculous <laughs> picture. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's Morris's face that makes it. He's so, yeah. he's so happy to be there. He like really he's is. He's really pleased. And wasn't he balancing the scotch eggs on his yeah, head? Yeah, plate, plate of scotch <laughs> eggs on his head. And it's like, oh, <laughs> God, it's so ridiculous. Right. Yeah, that's great. Oh, dear. Yeah, really enjoyed that. That was great. It, it then cuts back to Dorothy in the flat and she's she's peeling a series of post-it notes off of things and we don't actually get to read what the post-it notes say at this point um, but we can sort of like, we, we work out in the next so scene. So we see her growing sort of anger. Yeah. And she opens the fridge and some of those snakes pop out. And she's <laughs> that <just> was weird. <laughs> that just adds to the sort of the, the zany sort of like oh, yeah. disorganised prank nature <laughs> that the, these, these lads live in really. Like 
snakes in the fridge, yeah. But this is, I think she really sold the kind of um, her, exasper her growing exasperation as she walks around the kitchen peeling things off and then just stands there. Um, accepting it. Stands there as the snakes is flying to her face. And then she goes off to, uh, to go and find Gary to tell him off. Then it cuts back to them in the pub and she arrives at the pub. Well, this is Gary has a conversation with uh, Ken the barman at first and it sort of turns out that um, he doesn't know anything about being a landlord. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but John, John Thompson sells it quite well. Like he pours them a pint and it's, it's about three quarters full. And, then, and it costs 96p. Pretty good. Better um, than Webspoon. Yeah, but it's inflation, I suppose, and everything. Um, it's what's the 90s as well. Uh, he only fills up the pint glass about three quarters up, and then Gary's like, okay, I wanted a pint. And he's like, like, oh, you wanted it all the way to the top, did you? <laughs> and then he sort of fills it up. And then, sort of, upon further questioning, it turns out that, like, he'd only got the job because his brother was know, sleeping with the personnel manager at the brewery. So Mrs. Swift or something? Uh, I, think, I think her name was Mrs. Swift. I remember that. Cause, like, I remember thinking of Swift Half. Brilliant, yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. So then Gary then decides that it, it's going to be his local pub because he will be able to exploit this lack of knowledge to uh, get free beer. Because mm -hmm. um, he drink, he finishes the pint and says, "Oh, this was off. You should have to pour me a new one. That's the rules." Mm -hmm. and he says, oh, fair enough. And he pours it, and then in comes uh, a furious Dorothy. I'm rightful, a rightful furious. Still dressed in a nurse's outfit. She, he he says to get to the barman to get her a vodka on rocks, but that's a vodka on the rocks. Sorry, but that's enough of our sex life. Oh, she, yeah, she likes it on the rocks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, um, which ties into a joke she uses back on him later on, which I don't think I wrote that down. So, uh, so then uh, he won't be ready for it in half hour. Yeah, so yeah, yeah something like that. get him another bit, uh, another drink. He won't be ready for it for another half hour, but that's enough. That's enough about our sex life. life. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, well remember. Thank you. Yeah, so then um, he orders a drink, and then she's livid. She's got all the post-it notes, and she slaps them one by one onto his face after reading them. Like fill the kettle up, uh, do my ironing. She turns the tables on him. She's like, "Oh, do you know what it's like to live with you? This is what it's like." And then she does an impression of a boorish man. She. She does all the bits that she moans about him in the first place. Exactly. And so then he's like horrified, not delighted. He og she ogles the landlord and then she phlegms up and farts. Mm. Really wet one as well, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, like the guys just mentioned, she orders Gary another pint and says he won't be ready for it in half an hour. That's enough of our uh, mm -hmm. sexual problems. But she really, she's really uh, relishing this, this part. She mm. really goes for it, Gwendolyn, in this scene. Mm. Uh, which gets a barred from the, well, get them both barred yeah. from the pub. So the, the the whole episode they've been looking to get into a new local pub, uh, they get into their pub, which has been remodelled exactly as they liked it, uh, and then he gets barred from it. But I assume that they get back into it somehow and yeah. lots of fun. I don't think that's the last we'll see of Ken. No. I like how, um, as part of him not knowing the, the rules and terminology of being a pub, he tries to outlaw, <laughs> outlaw them from <laughs> the pub <laughs> yeah. Yeah. before realising that it's uh, being barred. Mm. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, then it just goes on to the end where they're sitting on sofa talking about, like, I don't know, it was just rambling, wasn't it, really? And Free it work. really just ends, cuts really sort of weirdly. It's a strange ending, but yeah. like, I think it's, they'd obviously, it's, they're trying to establish that they've been drinking for a while, they're kind of a little bit tipsy, they're yeah. sort of rambling on about. 
So things. there's one very brief thing that happened before that. It's not much to talk about as such, but it, it cuts to Morrissey with Leslie Ash. Um, they're, they're talking oh, yeah. about the astrology stuff. And she's like, she's like really intently reading her astrology stuff um, close to the table. And in the background, he's just like head back, mouth wide open asleep. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's Morrissey's just a stupid face. <laughs> yeah. laugh, yeah. He's got a great face for comedy. It's really good. Yeah, so he was just uh, fast asleep, and then, yeah, they just go through like his his star sign. But yeah, so after that, but he gets his phone out because he he says that his star sign says that he should lay down, and she should lay yeah. down next to him in conjunction mm. with his star signs, and she just throws him out. Yeah, because she 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 cottons on to exactly what he's after, mm-hmm. and it ain't star signs. No, it is not. So, so yeah, it cuts back to the couch as you were saying. Yeah, and it just 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 cuts really. Eh? Weirdly, at the end, like it's just sort of talking. Don't know, it was a really very strange. It was a very yeah. strange ending. Yeah, yeah. It was all sort of like, oh, was that it? I was expecting like a big sort of like reveal, like punchline or something like that at the end. But it just sort of cut out. I think if you're a fan of motorways, then it's the ideal ending for yeah. you. They were joking about roads. It was mm. a very yeah, it's a very anticlimactic ending. It was like a sort of very low key joke to end on. It's like about mm. Yeovil yeah. or something. The M6 or something. Or M60. I don't know. Do you want to predict the future, stretching on and on, like the M6? Yeah. <laughs> or stopping suddenly, like that little road by the station in Yeovil. It's very strange. It wasn't a freeze frame either. No. Oh. You expect that from everybody, but they really. Mm. Yeah. Wrong foot you with that. They're very much like a uh, comedy version of The Strokes, just like end. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, did people prefer the Harry Enfield character or the Neil Morrissey character? I guess that's why we looked at the comparison of the two. Yeah, I think <coughs> I kind of want to do it in two questions for me because mm. I definitely preferred the character of Neil Morrissey. Mm. I feel like he's got a lot more comic potential in a series like this. However, the episodes that we watched, I far preferred the first one with Harry Enfield. Yeah. I think there were more things I laughed at and. I think I laughed harder at those things as well. Um, what, what do you guys think? I think I buy a little bit more into Neil Morrissey being the sort of the 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 lout, the drinking, the mm-hmm. than Harry Enfield. I mean, Harry Enfield was funny; I enjoyed it, but I, I wouldn't have thought he'd. Uh, it didn't sell it as much that he was going to be a sort of that sort of character. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with Mark in that um, Harry Enfield got a lot of great material in that, and he's he delivered it really well. But then I can understand why. The dynamic of um, Morrissey, like so, uh, Tony and Gary, and the two the two ladies, how that dynamic works better because in the first the first iteration of this show, it's the whole dynamic between the characters is purely antagonistic. So that the two guys are antagonistic antagonistic towards each other and trying to throw each other under the bus, and then the women are sort of antagonistic towards them as well. Mm-hmm. So like everybody is in conflict with each other. Mm-hmm. So the men are always trying to mug each other off and they're trying to sleep with the women and they're always trying to mug off the men. In this one, there's much of a blokey rapport between the two men and there's sort mm. of lots of scenes of them. We didn't even talk about that, the, the scene where they're talking about words, like men, like, oh, f- yeah. fem- like feminine words, that they don't like, like loo and potty and things and then men, men's words like mm. carburetta and things. That's quite a nice yeah. scene. And then at the end, the ending scene, which was, as we said, quite a strange way to end the episode, but it's quite a naturalistic and they're sort mm. of 
talking rubbish like men do and like they're drinking together and it's quite a nice foundation to build a show on where they have this it's quite a nice relationship they have and then it's antagonistic they're sort of together against against the women mm. so i think it's sort of more balanced dynamic i think i can understand mm. why that works and how yeah they're more of a team rather than exactly yeah. enfield and uh clunes where it seemed like they were ag- against each other as well probably sounds like a stupid thing to say but like where there's like buddies essentially and uh, more of a Morrissey's character, it feels like it's got more potential for them to be acting badly. Whereas the other two, it, I don't know, just Enfield's character just didn't feel like he could be like a cheeky chappy kind of thing. It just, yeah, yeah. didn't, didn't mm. really work for me somehow. Mm. Yeah, I think mean, the, the whole premise of the show is that there's these two silly men, and it's like a gender war, I think. So like it's the mm. men are stupid and they're trying to figure out women and, you know, make their way. And I think I can understand why they they went forward with having Morrissey because, like I said, like this, the dynamic was just it worked for the show. I think. Yeah, and mm. as as Enfield said, they wanted a proper actor. So should we should we move on to the little game we had for this? Oh fuck! I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you want to re- uh, while I try and think of something? Do you want to read the? Um, should we do the YouTube comments? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? All right, so let's just let's throw it over to the um, critical hive mind of YouTube comments. So, Jeff Jones, three months ago, um, comments, Debs had reached her bangable peak here. Thoughts? Do we agree with him? I yeah. don't know. I haven't really seen much of the other series. Um. <coughs> <laughs> More data to come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> she, I think she's a lovely looking lady, and I, I also admire her personality equally. Yeah. Mm. Um, the concise statement four years ago uh, says I can't help but laugh Dorothy anytime Dorothy slapped Gary in this show I think we all agree there we all, that was a great moment mm. uh, monkey lover <laughs> five <laughs> months ago uh, 1921 it's a timestamp 96p for half a pint didn't know how good they had it in the 90s that's actually it's 96p for a whole pint wasn't it that's so true, yeah. it up for him. got two yeah, replies yeah. here see Mad what people said it. about it <laughs> uh, Sarah L replies uh, if you love nostalgia there's a great moment where they buy some milk in season 6 uh, Joe Ward easily pleased says I liked when Gary farted in bed <laughs> oh yeah so T four years ago says imagine giving Debs one doggy style <laughs> heaven <laughs> Tony doesn't try hard enough ha ha oh poor Judy it's Judy Beverett the one that's commented loads Judy Bennett, Bennett has got sorry. Has obviously had a, a breakup recently or something puts you off having a relationship <laughs> wonder what inspires the writer he's got these men right there's always a Debs she, I think she always, think always a Debs she's been spurned recently hilarious when that thing hit Tony in his face it's a toilet Judy um, face. I knew men like this and he farted down the phone Urk, horrible but you know Judy I think you're better off uh, single <laughs> yeah, yeah. Poor old Julie. Yeah. Lovely. All right. Um, do you want to go into the game? Yeah, sure. Let's, let's go. Yeah. Come on. You've got like three minutes. So we're doing uh, the game now that we always play. So this week's game, instead of men behaving badly, we have Ken behaving badly. So the idea of this game is you substitute uh, a famous Ken I will accept Ken, Kenneth, Kenny, Kendra, Kendrick, any derivative or similar name of Ken, into a comedy sitcom and just a premise or an episode for Ken behaving badly. So what have you guys got for Ken behaving badly? Sorry, I was to point out that 
um, you thought of this uh, game before the show, and this was before we even knew that there was a Ken landlord. I didn't know there was a Ken Yeah, landlord. I didn't know there was a Ken landlord either, so it was a pleasant surprise. Sorry. Carry on with the game. No, that's it. I mean, if you guys want to go with your Ken behaving badly. I want to go with mine because mine is a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, mine is um, a reboot of the uh, 1979-1981 Penelope Keith uh, vehicle that stars the um, British Shakespearean actor and director Kenneth Branagh. Uh, and that is To the Branagh Born. <laughs> to the Manor Born. Um, that's as far as I've got that, really. Okay. Uh, is Penelope Keith in the live? Was, uh, is she the one from The Good Life? She's the posh bird, yeah. Yeah, um, mm. I think she is. If not... Um, God rest her soul. Miranda Hart. They're the same person, aren't they? Thank you. Yeah, they look well similar. Sexist. But no, 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 they look, they're visually similar. I think she'd, she'd pull off a decent... Uh, Steady on. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Branner and Jeez. Hart <laughs> in uh, um. To the, the Branner Born. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I should I go next then? Yeah, if you okay. want to. Beat that guy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I'm going for more of like, uh, along the same lines as like uh, King of Queens, but um, King of the Picts. And, uh, <laughs> King of the what? <laughs> King, King uh, of the Picts. It's an ancient. Uh, which is like ancient, <laughs> ancient sort of Scottish to people. And uh, my, my, my famous Ken is Kenneth McAlpin. Uh, who was the uh, sort of like king of the Picts in uh, sort of 843 Scotland. And um, oh just like that sort of situation comedy. Wait, what's it called? Uh, king of the Picts. So instead of King of Queens, it's King of, well, I suppose King of Picts, but so King the of the Picts. There's an American light sitcom called King of which Queens. Which was the, um, the, painted, like mm. the painted people, Scotland, Celtics. I don't know what you're expecting, Mark, but... <laughs> but my one is Kenneth Carson... Are you guys familiar with Kenneth Carson? No. no. So, Kenneth Carson is um, Barbie's longtime partner, Ken. Oh, okay. So, the, the premise I had I didn't was. I know the surname. I know that, that's why I googled Barbie's it. Barbie's actually got a surname. Uh, I didn't Google Barbie, I should have done that. Again, sexist. Uh, well, no, Ken, Ken's the star of this show. So, the, the premise for this one was they're living together as a couple, and she's always complaining about him leaving his tiny blue pants everywhere around the flat. You know, sort of like similar to men behaving badly, just like classic male and female back and forth. So he's always leaving his blue pants around the flat. Uh, she's complaining all the time. And till one day when he's not in the flat, she trips over them, breaks her neck and dies. And it's then comedy. It's comedy. Yeah, it starts that <laughs> sad, but it, it is a comedy, I promise. So a few months pass after he's grieving and he's ready to get back on the dating scene. But just as he's ready to get back on the dating scene, so are you doing this in real time, this episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm setting the stage. I'm setting the stage. I put a lot of thought into this. I'm like you two. So, yeah, where was I? He put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, he did, to be fair. There's some decent, decent history in that, as there is always. So always, thank yeah. you. Just so yeah, just as he's ready to get back on the dating scene, Barbie appears as a ghost, and it turns into sort of like random hop, hop hurt deceased type thing. Mm. Only Ken is cursed with these fitted blue pants, as is the doll. And every girl he gets into like bedroom type situations with, he can't take the blue pants off, and it's like a little curse. And essentially, the whole series goes on like that until he meets the one that he's meant to be with, and then his little pants come off, and you see his little bum at the end, and he is with the happy. Is this a dream yet? <laughs> 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 What's 
what's, what's the blue pants? Is this Ken have blue pants then? I've ne- I never like, had what's a Ken What's the name of the show like then? That. It's just Ken behaving badly. It's like, I see it. You don't have to like, change that. It's not oh. a pun thing. It's like, pick a Ken and then within the show. What was, we what both changed it. We both. Yeah, one's King of Picks and one's. You've you misunderstood the purpose of the show. It had to be called Ken behaving badly. Yeah, that's the same in the show. Ken behaving badly. So what the fuck have the blue pants to do with anything? Because like really angry. You've led me down that <laughs> path now. I he's gone. He's gone clooned at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I think you too, uh, Dorothy. <laughs> I think I've just realised I'm mixing Ken up with Action Man. Brilliant. <laughs> Fantastic. This cast. <laughs> <laughs> I think Action Man's the one with the blue pants. You can't take wait, off. Wait, wait. What? What Action Man came with blue pants? All of them. No. I think, you, I think your mum was Shelton. She made those pants for you. <laughs> You can never see what's underneath. Not letting him play I'm with sure that. I'm sure of it. Let's put his pants on it. <laughs> action Man had blue pants. He's googling it now. To be fair, when I had Action Man, I never took his trousers off. So I mean, <laughs> he's going to find, out, he's gonna find <laughs> out now that it's only his, his doll had that. He's going to break down. Oh no, Action Man blue pants. Action Man swimsuit edition. Considering you put, you yeah. obviously put the most thought into that. Yours is the worst one. That was really oh, bad, Mark. That's dog no. shit. How was it? I, I'd commission it. Look, little blue pants. Action, oh action yeah. man. Size of his head. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> I think that's a card shot, to be fair. <laughs> Someone's put a different head on a different oh, body. Enough. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I'd like to see that. Of, that's uh, terrible. Story. Um, Christ. Who's going to be right, casting it? Who's going to be action or, uh, or Ken or whatever? Who's going to be Ken in this? Um, I'm going to go for Ardler Hallen again. Yeah, I'm yeah gonna, why not? I'm yeah. going <laughs> to make him our, our go-to guy. Yeah. So I can see it. If it's like Ken behaving badly, it's like you, you could have the premise that like uh, Barbie and Ken are obviously together, but then she leaves him for Action Man, and then it's Ken trying to be more like right. Action Man. So he's like so behaving badly and getting oh, into really? all the uh, scrapes. He hasn't said blue pants once. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. C- can, um, I, can I make a suggestion? Yeah. Can um, Ken leave Barbie for Action Man? Uh, it, c- it could do, but then um, always where's Ken's motivation to behave badly? Then you're getting sort of connotations that that's him behaving badly. Yeah, don't again. <laughs> Not sexy this time. Homophobic this time. <laughs> and then Sorry guys. Ken Anger. gets in a time machine. He travels back to the year 843 in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> and he inadvertently becomes king of the picks. And better. <laughs> better. That's it, isn't it? And he wouldn't have to have blue pants and they could use woad. Yeah. Uh, that's it. And that is him behaving badly. He's behaving badly as the king of the picks, like trying to fight with Romans and stuff. Like, no, don't don't get us. Sold. I'm okay. going to destroy your legion, steal your eagle. Well, I'm, I'm glad I could help. <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> no, that, in all seriousness, I'm not just doing this for the fact that that, that was really bad. That, that was a really bad one, Mark. Come I on. Really thought, I mean, Chris, don't you think? I really thought it through. I thought it was yeah. right, and, uh, and then it's, uh, it just hinged a lot on you seeing Ken's bum at the end. <laughs> I mean... It's pure yeah. <laughs> Better yeah. than that. To be fair, I didn't write Little Bum down. I just said that at the end. Oh, okay. And you could just do, like, five-minute Google image search. Would it be like a freeze... Satisfied. I think you can win me around here. Would it be a freeze frame if his pants falling down on his bum? With the credits going over his bum? <laughs> 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 yeah, it would. It would. D- does anyone come in and catch him, like, with his pants down? That's Cindy. <laughs> maybe, that pocket. maybe that could be his true love. Is this set in like? Is it set real life? Like, is are Ken and Barbie real people, or yeah. is it set as like a little animation? Like, they're oh, sort of their toys, like Toy Story. Yeah. Pardon? 
yeah. Stop motion animation. I, I, I never did it right. Yeah. yeah. Stop motion animation. Oh, okay. Yeah, that or real people. Either that way. That would take about that was like three years per episode. Is it stop motion animation? That's ridiculous. I'd watch it. Three years? No. Where's your timings on that? It takes ages to make stop motion animation. Yeah, but not three years per half hour episode. <laughs> just make. It depends how many people on the team, really, isn't it? Well, yeah, if it's just like, yeah. <laughs> if, it's, if it's just you, you know, yeah. <laughs> and this would be, this would be a, a labour of love, yeah. I don't think I'm going to get yeah. anyone on board. Self, self-promoted, self-published, self-distributed. Yeah, just quit my job to work full-time on my uh, stop it's, it's, motion. It's real work of passion, isn't it? So we spent m- much more time on this than it deserved, really. So many ages. It doesn't matter. Oh. T- uh, Tony's Star Trek took a long time to make. It's a piece of dog shit, wasn't it? <laughs> Just like your, your episode. Uh, Just like your sitcom. Uh, we should have stuck with Morrissey or the Smith songs as a game instead. Well, don't bring that. Don't die back to You're not doing that now. Oh, all right. It's been quite a sour note to end on now, isn't it? Yeah. Christ. Smart to let everyone down. Should we just trail out like the Men Behaving Badly episode? <laughs> yeah. Cut <laughs> <laughs> on the end of it. That, that was long, like M6. Yeah. Yeovil's great, isn't it? <laughs> hmm? 